What's going on, everybody? Welcome into episode 59 of The Scope. I'm sorry it's not 69. That would have been a great one, but we'll eventually get there. <laughs> um, glad to see everybody from Art's channel. I'm just getting him uh, patched in. Or, excuse me, our terrible production team is working behind the scenes to get him patched in here. <laughs> and uh, we'll be talking to Art pretty, pretty darn soon. Um, get him in. Copy this in. We'll... And, and while while Crash is doing that, we have a pretty good show today. I know if a lot of you guys have been following my Twitter activity, we'll have some breaking, some big breaking Call of Duty news. If you see what I did there, um, big breaking COD news. Yeah, we will. <laughs> That's pretty good stuff right there. Uh, yeah. yeah, so we'll be talking about that. We got some Tarkov stuff to go over. Um, and I think we're going to be doing quick shots Q&A today. Um, as well as right. battlefield, the new Battlefield season. So it should be a good show. we got lots of stuff to talk about. So yeah. introducing now, we're a big-time segment show now, so we'll bring Art in now. Check this out. It's amazing. Art, what's up, man? Welcome in. Thanks for thanks for taking the Hello. time to join us. Yeah, thanks it. for having me. Um, I'm not – I think your stuff's working when you talk. Can you talk just a little bit? Make sure I got audio. Hello. Can you hear me? Whoa. You sound delicious. All right. Okay, yeah. So welcome in. Thanks everybody coming over from Art Stream. I was watching that. Oh, it was a lot of fun over there. Appreciate you guys making the hop over to YouTube. I think I'm live on Twitch too. We're kind of live all over the place. Uh, we got a couple channels. We're on Buffs channels, and everything is combined on the screen chat wise. So keep an eye on the screen when people are chatting, so you can kind of chat cross platform. So that's all mixed up, so you can see what everybody's saying. Also, we really enjoy people to comment and chat during the show. That's why it's on the VOD. So we can go back and if somebody watches this later, several people do actually, you'd be surprised. Um, they can see what everybody's saying in chat. So you guys are important. You can be part of the show. Ticker up at the top's got some information. Wherever you're watching this or listening to it on any of the podcast platforms, um, arts, social channels, uh, his YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter are all in there, wherever you're watching it at. So check that out, please. Give him a follow because after you talk to him, I, uh, I think you'll really want to do that. Um, so, yeah. Um, I think that's it if you're new here. Uh, also, the production team that works on this show behind the scenes is terrible. It's me. Um, so bear with them as we get <laughs> everything worked out. But, yeah, or how have you been, man? Been good. Been busy. I, like, started working on YouTube in, like, a really, like, meaningful way. Um, and not working in the film industry. So that's always a W. Yeah, I definitely wanted to. I wanted to talk about that, too, to give uh, folks a little bit of background. Um, I originally um, asked you to be on because of everything going on with the Tarkov LUTs, right? Um, yeah. Because that was, that was crazy. Like, BSG yeah. stamped that out really quick. But Priorities. You're, <laughs> yeah. You're not, you're not just some guy that's, like, messing around with colors. Like, you know a little bit about it. So can you tell people a little bit about your background and some of the projects you've worked on? Yeah. Yeah. Um... I've been working in like filmmaking since I was 20, which was uh, 12 years ago. Um, I started in weddings and like skate videos. I was a longboarder for a long time. And like, so I was a production team of one. Um, and I taught myself most of the technical stuff because my education was all theory. Like I know how to talk about movies and I know how to talk to snobby art people about movies, but that doesn't help you actually make a movie. Um, so I self-taught myself both that stuff and doing that got me a spot in the industry, um, in the camera department. I'm a camera technician. I mostly specialize in like gimbals and like specialty little camera builds as well as time-lapse. Um, 
I've pulled focus on a couple weird Lifetime movies. <laughs> uh, I've shot a short film that we took to Los Angeles and won a festival with. That was awesome. Um, and I've worked on Better Call Saul, El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie, Independence Day Resurgence, Preacher, uh, The Night Shift, if you love medical dramas. A bunch of stuff. And uh, it, it's a lot of work and a lot of hours. So if I'm going to pour a lot of work and a lot of hours into something. I'd rather be my own endeavor. So here we are. Yeah, my uh, my film background is a lot shittier, but like similar. I I worked I worked for a production house, kind of similar to what our mutual friend Walt does um, yeah. in Wyoming. Um, my the extents of my film training is I went to a master class in Denver with Vincent Lafaree. That was really cool. I like to learn film theory and stuff from that director. And then, um, but yeah, I was always doing uh, others freelance work, making videos for for companies and stuff for their social media. And it's like, man, I can the pandemic hit and it's like i want to make stuff for myself so i get that it's like really satisfying yep. to make stuff for yourself uh his youtube channel is up on the screen for everybody to check out too so please please go follow it because some of the stuff that uh he's working on is awesome and it's been really cool um to watch your growth too because i you know knowing beast mode boone and seeing you like when you kind of got started i feel like and just seeing how it's blown out it's so awesome i love seeing i love seeing good people succeed man it's it's super awesome thanks so, so congrats on the growth now thanks now what so i'm just gonna get right into it. what's going on with tarkov i'm sure it'll branch off wherever because the tarkov like twitter is a dumpster fire <laughs> like uh, with everything yeah. especially with that cheater video we're gonna talk about that too oh yeah oh uh, it was it's crazy um w- the the lighting and, and especially maps like interchange has been like a problem in tarkov forever for the several years that it's been in beta everybody's complaining about the lighting about visibility like it what prompted you to decide to try to fix it and how did you arrive at that solution well i mean uh i don't know how i mean i've known it was bad uh i knew the lighting was bad like it just by i have friends that play it i don't play it um and so like for call of duty the filters were purely aesthetic like this iteration of call of duty does not actually have a lot of visibility issues like you could argue that the lack of saturation makes it really hard to identify targets because everything's just like early 2000s war film colors uh but tarkov in a lot of ways almost seems like it was purposely made bad which like ontologically feels pretty russian to me um but I don't know. I mean, I also have some like info about like who does the color there and and like why it was so swiftly swatted down. So that would, um, <laughs> probably can't talk about that then. But I don't I don't care. I mean, it's somebody <laughs> gotcha. way, way high up there that got their panties in a twist because, you frankly, fix. they're terrible at color grading because you fix uh, the game in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Escape from Tarkov is based on or it's built on the Unity engine. And if you look at anything Unity based, um, you can look at the documentation. All the post effects stuff that is in Tarkov is a reskin tool that's part of the Unity engine. Uh, user selectable LUTs are part of the Unity engine. It's just that the ones that are made for you are terrible. And you're and you're talking about uh, in the settings in Tarkov the post effects. Yeah, so tab. when you can access post effects at the bottom, you drop down. The only one that I know of is like there's. Uh, uh, chill wave 
is one of the options and like that's what a lot of people seem to like because the game is so green yellow um the opposite on the color wheel is is blue purple so it sucks the mm, saving private ryan drab out of the out of the the view and also pumps some color back in which human eye is subjective so if you see a bright red thing move you're more likely to notice that it as like a threat than just some olive drab thing in front of more olive drab things being olive drab things yeah and that that's what i noticed and i was excited i didn't even get to get them installed until um it got it got taken down so fast um i was it's crazy three days yeah it was three days which is wild um but i was i was mostly excited about interchange and i'm sure you're familiar with the lighting on that too because in my opinion that map is like the cool almost like one of the coolest fucking maps on any oh, yeah. game it's so cool but you can't see shit and there's weird fog in there and like the lighting itself doesn't make sense like there will be light sources but the corners will still be like pitch black and you can't see through them there's fog in the distance but not near you so you think you're hidden in the dark but sometimes the fog outlines you and stuff like that so how how long did it take you and kind of what was your workflow so did you like take some stills and stuff and take that into like a resolve or something or like how did you yeah I initially got screenshots from just a buddy that kind of plays Tarkov, like not even seriously plays Tarkov, um, and just like brought the PNG screenshot into Resolve and tried to crank it as much as possible. And what's really interesting when you grade movie footage is you're usually work, if you're lucky, you have raw footage. If you're not lucky, you have like 8-bit or 10-bit, and that just refers to the color depth. And the lower the color depth, so the lower that number, the more likely, like if you've ever tried to edit a JPEG and you've taken the contrast too far, and it goes into like one of those meme style laser chopped and screwed, like posterized, <laughs> you can see the pixels. That's usually what happens when you juice the picture like that, unless you have a really good camera. Like, you know, typically I've graded this and this is awesome. I can show it. So this is, this is my camera naturally. So usually a nice camera has this kind of color bandwidth to deal with. Uh, when you're talking about video games, everything's being drawn at that time. So when you apply the LUT filter over it, you can, like while I'm seeing banding and distortion in the colors, um, when you apply that to the game, if it's not a recording, it's not going to be there because there's no compression. It's, a, it's the drawn pixels to you. So you can go nuclear. You know, I, I mean, I pulled up things that people didn't even know were in the map. Like, there's a store in Interchange that's, like, super dark. It's, like, right, there's that X, I don't play the game, but there's that X of lights. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the if you're looking at it from one side, there's this pitched black store with nothing in, like, no, nothing mm -hmm. in there. I gave it to a friend. He's like, holy, there's loot in here. <laughs> yeah. You know? And it just seems like... There's two, like when someone, when a community offers a solution, there's two ways to react to it. You can integrate and adapt, or you can do what they did, which just, you know, kind of feels like that. <laughs> exactly. That, that, that was, that was what felt so weird about it. And then, um, I know a bunch of other, like a few other content creators were like on, like picked it up or like, how did that work because you originally so I okay so it. initially the pictures and then I worked with some content creators and not to name any names but one of them was quite cretiny and like my work slipped away to somebody that is quite like well vested in the scene and has connections yeah. and that person redistributed it in their chat with no credit and so like the whole thing my whole experience with Tarkov was just 
ah, ah. Yeah, I hate that. Just shit, man. weird, yeah. man. Like, uh, and I take for granted in Call of Duty, for, for the most part, everybody <laughs> understands like the basic rules of engagement of making content, content, mm -hmm. which is, hey, if you want to make something about the thing that I made, you let me know, blah blah blah. But all this was like, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean, I'm not surprised, but I am disappointed. Uh, yeah, uh, now sure. on the other side, there are very, very. I worked with Trey Twenty Four K. He was great. Ooh, nice. He was fantastic. What a consummate professional. Just nothing but good things. He was jazzed on it. I think he was even more jazzed on it when they were talking about maybe banning it. And that's my kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> we did something. We got him. Yeah, totally. Attention. And I don't think I would have seen the kind of success um across multiple things if if i didn't stir the pot that hard and i'm just gonna keep stirring the pot and and calling it as i seize it because there's plenty of content creators that are just like oh no that's fine yeah and just no. kind of take it I'm like that's milk toast as hell dude i don't want to do that yeah and i i feel like that's how especially battle state's been you have to absolutely smash it in their face it has to cause an absolute shit storm before they'll even pay attention to it or do anything. And it takes it takes people like you that aren't afraid to stir the pot to get people to even freaking pay to get them to even pay attention or do anything. And and we talked about it a little bit that week, like after that week on here, um, how shitty it was that they just completely banned it. And and I feel like like in a perfect world they would have said, Oh yeah, wow, we we have a problem. Um, maybe they should talk to you about some of your settings and how they got to maybe i mean yeah. i'm just i'm just spitballing here like i'm, I'm just yeah. i'm just pulling this out of the air i like, mean I, you would think and also like but that tells you a lot about and also like the like the discussion around the game has kind of devolved since that time i'm not oh, yeah. trying to put myself at the center of it but like that happened and now it's rmt bands and now it's like cheater videos and mm -hmm. now it's this and now it's that and like you know from the outside sure is weird that some dude slowly bans cheaters that use the in-game economy to make actual money to buy another account that just so happens to cost $150 and they also offer them in Moss. Yeah. So, huh. you know, I didn't much go for, for Herbalife when I was like in my 20s, but I guess some people just got to pump and dump, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it's the way. I mean, it's not a pyramid yeah. scheme, but... It, it, but it, I mean, uh, okay. So but, I did have a friend like call me out and be like, "That's tinfoil hatty," and like I realize it. But it's also just like one of those things that like is so convenient to just look away from. Right. And like, my dad always used to say, "You can't bullshit a bullshitter." Yeah. Yeah. And like that, you know, I, as somebody who's a recovering addict and used to lie to their loved ones for drugs, um, you just can't. I I'm gonna know. Like, I'm ready to be a dad. I'm going to know. You can't. Yeah, it's not going to go over my head. Right. And I mean, even though even though it is like tinfoil hatty, why can't you at least point it out? Like, that, you could still, like, yeah, have And that I've mentioned it to people it. like One Peg, and he's been like, no, you're not the only one that thinks that. And so it if I get that be. kind of little, uh, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, you know, I'm pretty sure BSG's in the Discord, or was at one point, fishing it out. Because, I mean, my Discord went from 500 to 10K people. Oh, wow. That's in sweet. Three days. No, it's, dude, it's been so, it's awesome. Been so awesome. I, it's crazy. I played, now, I and now it. that EFT banned it, it's at 
it's 5.8k or something it's really funny oh really and that's oh, wow. how popular it was with eft that's crazy jeez yeah it was it was it was game changing and then i get so i feel like so you had some content creators that fumbled it to kind of just push the workout without credibility. I hate that. And even as someone, so like I started my channel covering 2042 in the lead up to that, then people would have leaks and have articles and stuff that would come out from like Tom Henderson and stuff. How, how hard is it to just say like Tom Henderson first reported this, check out their channel in the description, show them some support right. for getting us this right. information. Wow. That took 10 seconds and I'm not a piece of shit. Like I don't get why that's so hard. And, also, the other thing, I guess I'm, I shouldn't be on a tangent when we have a guest on here, but it's like I, I don't get the competitiveness on YouTube. There's billions yeah. of people on there, man. There's so like there's plenty of views like for everybody. One of like, the, just, and one of the most important yeah. metrics that drives channel growth is when channels reference each other. Right. When one channel pushes a link for another and it go, it's a two way street. It's not just big channel references, little channel. It's the fact that there's crossover, right? And right. it drives you into the algorithm. Mm -hmm. And that's an everyone can eat model. It is built as an everyone can eat model. And the only people, you see it in the Call of Duty scene all the time, all these like wager kids that just want to like wager, 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 wager. Yeah. But where's the content? Like, right. how is this sustainable? Like when you get as old as I am and you don't have the reaction speed, like what are you going to do? Uh, I wouldn't and, know anything about that. There was a lot of just short-sighted weirdness, like, uh, amongst a lot of the people. And, yeah, just, like, nefarious. It's just so strange. It, but I it also, it. like, am I not surprised? Because, I mean, it, it's a game that's plagued by all of those issues. You know what I mean? Like, they live, they're, like, live in torture zone. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's frustrating too because i mean we talk about tarkov here a lot on this channel and and um i i i played i know crash plays it at least used to play it a lot and it plays it here and there and i i played it like heavily heavily 2020 2021 end of 2019 and that was always my biggest complaint was i can't see anything like when you're on interchange or when you're in certain sections on customs and other maps it's just so dark that you can't see anything and it really and then you get one tap by somebody or a scav and you can't even see it. it's really frustrating like you said when you put on the what you the luts that you're talking about I, we were looking at some some screenshot comparisons i think last week or two weeks ago and it was it was night and day because i remember using some of the nvidia filters back when i was playing just to be able to see what the heck was going on and if you watch tarkov streams like when players are on interchange or other maps and you have you, when it's dark like that if you're watching that stream it's even darker for you watching the stream versus the stream that's playing you can't see anything when when you're watching those streams and anyone's playing interchange so it's definitely a problem i'm kind of disappointed i'm disappointed they did that but not surprised um because we were looking at those screenshots and you could actually see on, on interchange it is a huge game changer yeah and, and it's just such go ahead, go ahead. It's just such a weird cultural thing for that. Like if, if I had no, if I had done a little bit, if I didn't think it was such a hot, like if, if the first leaked tweet of like what I was doing didn't pop as hard, mm -hmm. I would have taken more time and probably seen the TOS and been like, mm. but it's just so weird um, how we can never be wrong. The TOS is for Tarkov. Right. You know what I mean? Like, no third party anything that like dude what if you're hard of hearing and you need to use a sound equalizer 
Well, I mean, I mean, just we I know we touched on that cheater video, which which I, I watched also. I mean, so let's be honest, like there's there's a lot of third party stuff that's going on. <laughs> yeah, that that I mean, they're they're picking and choosing what they want to get rid of and not. Get exactly. Rid of. It, and which then, is really, really messed up. Money, 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 money. Yeah, exactly. Only made three point yeah. three million euro last year as a consultant. It, it's wild. And then so yeah, you talk cool. about like how BSG handled it really weird. But they literally put what I don't get is also they literally put that post effects panel in there like a, several wipes ago, for yeah. so people could change the color. Like if you want <laughs> yeah. people on the same playing field, like if it's an advantage thing, then why did you put that in? Because people can literally have different kind of different color grades anyway. People are playing on different monitors; it's going to look different anyway. The other side of it is, so switching to like the third reaction, like the community's reaction was really weird to it too, because a lot of people likened it to cheating like you're pretty much cheating you want an unfair advantage for my opinion i'm like for me anyway it's like i don't want an advantage i want everybody to be able to play the game this way and like right. be able to see the fucking i didn't sell like, it <laughs> i know tarkov's like, a pc only game if yeah. you don't want to use it you might just be dumb or like your pride gets in front of your ability to have a good time or something. But yeah, like, I personally I mean, like to be able to see when I'm playing a game. So <laughs> what I understand is Nikita is the one that does the color grading. And if anybody don't think their shit stinks, it's him. That's super unfortunate. I, I get that vibe. I, I want to <laughs> see what happens like a year down the road or anything like that and see if they come out with their own version of, of this and like... Oh, look what we did. And it, you know, I'm I'm curious if it if it it gets that messed up with this situation because that's obviously something that made the game way better. And yeah. and if, especially if they got rid of it that quick and everything else they've been cracking down on, which is just like you said, it's it's like the short sightedness of, of BSG, it seems like. Mm -hmm. That would be yeah, that would be hilarious and something that I could see happening. Um, yeah. So, and, and Nikita, Nikita's always big. So I've listened to a few of his podcasts and stuff, and he's always like really big on his vision, right? The game is going to follow his vision and he gets really short sighted. And sometimes I feel like at BSG, they get like tunnel vision and they don't think about how it affects other aspects of the game. And mm -hmm. it's like, this is one of those things where I feel like they want it to be dark. They want it to be gritty. They want it to feel shitty. Like you're in like post-apocalyptic Russia. Like I can't think of really a shittier place to be. So they, they want it to look like that, but you're going too far, I, f I feel like. Like, okay, cool, it looks dark and stuff, but then it's not fun. And at the end of the day, it's a game. Um, so, no, I was, yeah. just, I was just super impressed with what you were able to do. A lot of people were. One of my favorite podcasts, they talked about you on there um, with Veritas and Jesse Kazam. That was pretty cool. I was mm -hmm. like, I was, that, I was that Leonardo DiCaprio meme because I love their podcast. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> wait i've not seen that you should send that to me yeah i'll try to find the clip it was last week's episode they they talked about they talked about you yeah, and your. i can i'll find it i'll find it but yeah That's awesome no it was really cool i i, I really like those guys I, I listen to their their podcast every week um and no it was it was cool they were talking about you on there and uh the lutz and stuff so as far as that goes i think that pretty much <laughs> covers how it went i just thought the my favorite was thing was smith doggy is that a or Smithy, is that a Tarkov I've heard streamer? Of Smithy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Smithy. Smith Dog is a Warzone guy. He changed his name in game to DWM Lut after. I the, saw that on your Twitter. <laughs> that was my favorite. That was pretty sweet. I guess I uh, guess to to put it 
to put a bow on this, how did they? How were they able to find that and not let the game launch with that on your computer? That seems so, really wild. It's a ma BSG is like uh, not BSG. Battle Eye is kind of like a old anti cheat in the way that it can they can have a blocked application list that's like mm. all that they want, and so that's why it was so exacting. Like uh, unless somebody like they surgically targeted it because it 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 injects a DLL into Windows, which mm -hmm. puts a pixel shader on your GPU output, right? So if it was one step removed, so if I was do like if if I were a Tarkov player, I would play through my OBS preview and still use the goddamn LUTs because they can't. I mean, it's just it's a feeble attempt. There's plenty of ways to twist this. Like it, I have black equalizer on my monitor. I can get halfway there. What's the difference? It's just like it's such an illogical thing that it comes from a place of ego. Like, you it know what I mean? To. Like, yeah, yeah like there's no, there's no the pragmatic way. or logical reason for it to get bopped as quickly as it did outside of somebody's feelings were hurt. Especially you would think like, Hey, they would reach out to you. Hey, this looks awesome. Like tell, tell us what, what you're thinking. Wish. We want to implement, we want to implement it in like the, the right way. We want to, you know, work with you to refine it, blah, blah, blah instead of just like no acknowledgement and instant takedown yeah i mean it was instant too yeah it was, it was what was it three days two days, three days. i three released days. it on friday and it was dead by monday <laughs> yeah that's so then, wild but i and i'm stupid and i'm guessing there's a reason for this maybe i hope there's a reason for this why can't they do that with the cheat software that that guy used on this video he said it's been around for two years like i so cheaters are very dedicated to obfuscating things and so they like spoof all this stuff, right? Like, yeah, there's, there's ways it. around it. I mean, if they, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't have enough actual knowledge of that to like speak to it much, Same. but I, I can't help but feel well. And also I will say I have turned my eye to many comments in the discord about people engineering a obfuscated version of the application that like mm -hmm. always changes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah. they, yeah. Now, if you really want to do it, you could probably still do it. Yeah. Right. Um, definitely. For sure. And I know some people still, I mean, I pulled the filters entirely. I don't, the links are gone. Like I'm sure people are, are handing them around to each other to use on streams and stuff. But based on the illogical approach that BSG had to dealing with it, I just decided to, like the last thing I want is some uh, non-logical Russian uh, with ill will against me. <laughs> that yeah. seems like the plot of an 80 movie I don't want to be a part of. Right. Yep. No, we're good. We're good. Everything's good. Sorry. Good. Sorry, Nikita. Sorry. I'm not sorry. You can shove it. <laughs> <laughs> You're bad at color grading. Stick to. Well, I don't know. You might be bad the rest of it based on what I see on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Fix the game. Um. But anyways, uh, where's the Always Sunny coming from? That was me. I loved it. Oh, that was that was that was right there at the right time. It was beautiful. Oh man, my soundboard's so lame compared to that. Anyway, um, yeah. So that, I think that covers the Tarkov. Now moving into what you're working on now, um, with the Warzone audio. This stuff yeah. is really cool too. And I, I just this is such a really cool uh, niche you found yourself in content creation, just maximizing people's hardware their games for like the best experience i feel like that's if i was giving somebody the artist war elevator pitch that's like what i would say you're just maximizing people's hardware to get the most out of it the best experience you can have playing the game is that 
Yeah, I mean, oh, I kind of yeah. stumbled into it. I've kind of always done that. I've been like a max minner. That's why I like I found Tony's website, True Game Data, like super early on, uh, because like it's my thing. I can find out. Oh, like how can I get this? How can I get that? Um, so the filters, and then like it was audio, <clears throat> and it was actually so um, loudest EQ was really broken in season one because, and, and not a lot of people understand this, or because the game was broken. The game was like when you play a game, there's let's just say 16 audio tracks in the game engine. Uh, wind, trees, cars, plates, guns, looting, birds, water, etc. etc. It was not getting mixed down appropriately. And so when you turn loudness equalization on, uh, which is just a compressor, which makes quiet sounds louder and loud sounds quieter. Um, and then lifts it all up at the same rate, so it kind of becomes a uniform sound. Um, you would apply loudness equalization, just a compressor, and it would only compress a section of those sounds because Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2 was rushed out for the profits of the suits for quarter four, and those poor engineers probably just didn't have time to put the brackets in at the end. And so audio was just kind of like the flying spaghetti monster. <laughs> and... Loudness EQ just happened to be so good. And I wrote it off because I was like, this is a compressor. This is like a compressor from 2005 Windows XP. I'm good. Like, I, I don't think this is going to be good. And it was. And so, I mean, I didn't make a special video. Plenty of people had been saying loudness EQ is good. I, I think my strong suit is being able to explain things to people in a way that's digestible. So that, I think, made that pop. That and also a lot of help from, from uh, Rapol's who gassed the hell out of it. That's um, awesome. And then season two came around and they added the uh, speaker output option, which is either stereo or Windows default. And mm -hmm. so again, I think of just how private corporations work. You have good, fast, cheap, and I know the two they chose. So basically you're stuck now with, before we were able to kind of model the sound into something that was at least competitive now you just get a really bad stereo mix no matter what you do just a terrible stereo mix crowded like no matter how big your headphones no matter how big the soundstage that stuff is so crowded and like hectic and i know it's immersive but it's like streak cluster across the map chest oh my god you picked up something cool like i don't need to hear that man like i'm 100%. trying to listen for the timmy dude and so i got cooking and one of the people that's really picky about their audio in game is sage uh who plays for omit absolutely okay. cracked guy really cool guy as well um he was like, you know, I turned on virtual surround sound in where loudness EQ is. So I have them both on and I kind of like it. And so I went ding. So basic, like the basic overarching method for what I'm going to put out is. And if you're watching, don't take it. You know who you are. Um, yeah. Forcing surround sound. I, I'm forcing 7.1 at the windows level and then using tools to map that back down to stereo and some of those tools give you control over your front channel your side channels your back channel 
In addition to that, because it's based in a very certain piece of software that people use to equalize their stuff all the time, um, I can also compress it, which is what loudness EQ was. But I can compress it how I want, not just a checkbox within an option that's short and long. I have a lot of control. And then I can also cut out all that boomy bass that really kind of screws with you. Now, there's some footsteps in there, so I didn't cut it all out. But it... And the thing is, is it's not like loudness EQ in season one was crazy. You turned it on, you're like, oh, this is great. It's it's not going to quite be that, but it's going to be less ear slapping and mm-hmm. way more directional. Nice. Just the act, none of the extra stuff, just the act of forcing 7.1 out of the game changes how the game sounds. That's crazy because directional audio, even in Warzone One, was always a problem. So <laughs> it's, it's now it's, vertical it's is still tough. Vertical is still yeah. tough. I think they've broken things, but based upon some of the more knowledgeable than me audio, like I'm not an audio guy really. I'm a systems guy. Like I'm a signal flow guy. Mm-hmm. I know enough about the basics to to understand what's wrong and what's right. But like Lou is the audio guy, a hundred percent. But I've learned a lot from him, and what my focus was on this was breaking the system that is the Call of Duty audio, just like mm-hmm. it was in season one. And I think I got pretty close. That's did awesome. you did you do any um, like comparison with the audio from from Warzone versus DMZ? Because I kind of I I, pro- I primarily migrated into DMZ after like mid December, and I haven't really played any Warzone since. And as far as audio goes, directional audio and like verticality audio and all of that i mean it, it's not it doesn't seem nearly as bad as everything i had experienced in Warzone one and and two the, the first half of me playing it so have you looked at that at all is it or has your focus primarily been on just the Warzone audio it's primarily been on Warzone audio mm-hmm. but my assumption would be that the maps share the same occlusion yeah um maybe just because there's less players or something it feels like there's probably something different with the audio there because i i I, or that's interesting it could be because i mean i i play on playstation maybe things are just happen to be tuned differently there but i mean dmz you have much less players more ai so maybe because you're not running into players all the time and there's not as much uh, player fights going on around the map, maybe that has an impact on the, the way the audio is. Performing. I wonder if audio, you know, it's an interesting question. I wonder if the audio during season one was <laughs> what it is for us now on PC for console the whole time, because I yep. don't know if the same issue that was present in Warzone season one or Warzone two season one audio mm was i I never tested that um Mm. but if it did change then it probably wasn't it it, i mean it's just a bad mix right now like home theater is the best you can get but that makes Mm. things too loud and too quiet yep and then pc is just like ear raking and it's terrible and but it's so compressed you know Mm. And, and and then like you do something loud and you lose the quiet sounds it's really touchy because like as somebody who who also i play a lot of rainbow six siege from time to time too audio is like super super important in that game is there any truth i i feel like anytime you mess with any of those built-in eqs like if you turn like 7.1 on like if you had to logitech g hub or if you have astros or something that have that seven it 
in Siege, at least, it messes it up really bad. Um, yep. And I feel like Vanilla Stereo is, like, almost always the way to go in those games. And is that... Is that kind of why, like, you're enabling those channels and then bringing it back to stereo? Like, Yeah, I'm trying to do it absolutely at the Windows level because when the game launches, that's what it's using. It's mm -hmm. not, like, anything that you use. And that's, it's, it's actually a point that I'm trying to get across in the video um, is, I mean, one of the most popular comments on any of my sound videos, like, what about Astros? What about Astros? What about <laughs> Astros? And it's just, I, I mean, I get frustrated because it's, like, dumb consumerism, you know, like, uh, you get a box and it has it says it does the trick and you're like oh yeah it's so so good and then there's a whole communities that are like nah i got that gas astro settings and everybody's talking yeah. about headphones that are overpriced turtle beaches yeah. you know what i mean like uh half the comp scene is using iems now because it's clearer yeah <laughs> you know it's uh, I, I never bought Astros for that reason because like the lowest end models like like a hundred and eighty dollars or something. It's just crazy. crazy. It got so you nuts. could get gas IEMs and a really nice USB mic, both of which are usable on PlayStation, mm -hmm. by the way, uh, for less than that. Yeah. And it's just people like to grab the shiny box that says it'll do the thing with no effort. You know what well, I mean? Yeah. It got right. it got me too. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, yeah. I'm an idiot because I I have. I, I bought the I bought the Logitech G Pro and it had the surround sound and it's like I'm playing first person shooters so I want surround sound like you think that you yeah. want to be able to hear that way but a lot of those games especially older games like Siege are not coded to coded in mixed and surround sound overpriced BS gamer headphones I sound got, I, great I got some back sound there. great music's great you know how hard I gotta listen to hear somebody so hard. <laughs> they're playing our magnetics they're great these are aiden's headphones they're awesome they're 900 new i got them oh used for like 400 God. but dude i'm i i would i'm wearing i have 20 these earbuds i'm wearing right now are ringing like i dropped them because i'm a klutz but i would rather wear my 20 dollar earbuds that are my backups for mm. competitive play than these yeah i, I just i i paid 60 bucks for some hyper x's <laughs> that's exactly it. that's the brand to get hyper x yeah. steel series that's money well spent Astros, anything that can be sold at a big box, big box store, it's not made for people like ourselves that are trying to at least max min a little bit. You know, I, I love these earbuds. Um, oh, they're so I, good. They are, uh, I guess they're technically IEMs or whatever. I, did, I watched a bunch of videos and kind of reviewed and kind of checked. These are Linsole ZS10s. Um, yep. I, these changed it, man. Like game changers. I'm, I'm always like spectating my friends in Siege because I die weird. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, there's somebody to your left. You don't hear that? Like, no, I don't hear that. It's like, dude, like that happens so much now. Like, you can't hear that. It's so Pinnacle loud. did a uh, did a great, great video on it, um, saying you know the best gamer headphones are whatever you want. There is no right. best gamer headphone, and it's unfortunate that there's just like people that use like the Amazon affiliate program on Twitter to recommend way overpriced audiophile gear that has no business being used in any kind of first person shooter competitive setting whatsoever just so they can get a cut of their Amazon uh, uh, associates program. I you know, think, like that's pretty nefarious. 40 bucks. Yeah, yeah these the 50 bucks, bucks, dude. 20 bucks. $20, $20 and they have a version that comes with a mic built in. So if you're on console, you can mm -hmm. use it. Yep. Like yep. Moondrop Chew, who cares? <laughs> it's great. Yeah, I was. Going and that's to what most they, comp players do. They put in like they'll put in Apple earbuds and then 3M noise isolators or like walkers. 
mm-hmm. and and play right yeah, so i don't get bugged i wondered that for a long time because i just watched the the rainbow six international the big world championships and they always have yeah. their iems and then they put those big i think it's to isolate like the crowd the announcers i think yeah I'm it's the familiar. 3m noise isolators yeah okay yeah. some of them use sh- shooting muffs because they want to hear people close to them but yeah yeah i mean that's what everybody does halo cod for the most part you know yep um edward uh iem stands for in-ear monitor so they're originally used like when you think monitors that's like what people use to like actual mix audio and they were traditionally like big speakers you kind of have by you like where you're trying to mix audio in like a studio or whatever but they make them that go in-ear but they're they're monitors for like you're, you kind of get like straight it is what it is sound there's not a lot of stuff to it like, mm-hmm. and you opinion. can pick what's i mean so lou my audio friend would would uh argue about the iem thing in-ear monitors are made for stage performance to use to monitor the mix it's not the right sound blah blah blah, blah. now as far as consumerism goes it's like the antithesis to the astros thing you're able to if you search iem and you look at the price range you know that this was designed for like somebody that cares about the sound and not the features and so your $20 is going to go not towards active noise canceling or a button that lets you change the song or a charging case or any of that. It's just an earbud with a cheap cable and some cheap tips. Yeah. And you can replace those later. But the core the engine block is really good. And you can search based on sound profile. You know, you can, oh, I like a bassy. Like these zeros are super bassy. The, the KZs are a little bit more n- neutral. The chews are really bright. Um, you have options. If if people don't know, Critical.com, it has a ranking list of all the IEMs. And he ranks them by value, actually. So you can kind of find one oh, in wow. different price ranges. I just realized that my Wavelink software deleted all the EQ I had on my mic. So I just had to put a noise gate in because of my oh. cigar air purifiers going. And I saw it on the mic. That's great. So my mic probably sounds like ass. Um, but I, I do have a, I do have a compressor. So my, all my stuff runs through wavelength. So I do have just kind of a standard compressor on my game audio so I can turn it up and it takes down like the airplane and stuff in Warzone, and it takes down yeah. gunshots and siege and stuff like, but it's just a pretty plain compressor. And then I just kind of bump up the game volume a little bit and it, it helped a lot, but it's still a little weird. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see your video. Cause it's still a little weird. Um, with the attacks and releases, like sometimes you get like a little bump when the gunshot starts, and then it comes. It's a little. You can hear some weird. Stuff. Yeah, you so can I'm hear ready. the delay. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to see your video. So it's I gonna hope- be. I'm a little nervous. It's it's a very complex setup thing. Like there's, it's like yeah. So I'm gonna offer like I don't I don't want to sell anything that I do. I'm trying to build like a a channel and a community, and there's plenty of ways that I indirectly monetize things that I do. I don't need to sell services to make it work. But on release of the video, that is something I'm going to do is offer people to get a slot with me if they're just lost in the sauce with setting it up. Because, I mean, Lou, I wasn't sure because I've just been staring at this for the last two weeks. I asked Lou, I was like, how difficult is this on a scale of 1 to 10? He said a 9. So that's coming from an audio engineer. (laughs) So my, I'm going to, I could just see my boomer ass sitting here watching this thing like, Okay, you go where now? But that's I, on I, me though. Like I, I, I think that's on me to describe it right. You right. know? Like they're all the right disclaimers. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, that's on me. But no, I think it's gonna be worth it. And I just would encourage anyone listening, you know, either live or after the fact to check out our channel. If you guys are serious at all, um, about like <laughs> content creation streaming, 
um, and also uh, just wanted to be competitive in games and get the most out of your hardware. Because I mean, like you heard the man, he's going to do it in Windows. If you play on PC, you have Windows. So I mean, you have the stuff to do it to get it better. I'm sure it's all free apps. Help out of what you have, so um, they're all free applications. One's donationware. Uh, if you feel you want to donate to the person, you can. That's great. Um, and just real quick, Chris's question in, in over on Twitch chat. Yeah, man, I my opinion, uh, like opinions are like assholes, you know, that whole thing. Everybody's got them. Yeah, I am yep. so much more happy uh, with my IEMs that would cost me $40. I got like a $20 braided cable and some foam tips. I got the foam tips you roll up and stick in. Um, so I probably spent 60 bucks total and i'm so much more happier with my fantasy shroud edition logitech g pro x surround sound bullshit that i had um, <laughs> <laughs> i like this so much better um but that's i mean me. yeah there's there's i mean like the pc38x is a good shout uh for a cheap headset it's not great um but it, i mean it's not it's not bad it's way better than an astro and it's going to be about the same price as an astro but iems are just less material less driver the only dis the only disconcerting thing about IEMs are that sometimes people don't like the earplug aspect yeah. of it, either was, the feel or the nature of hearing your own voice. But I monitor my voice, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, that would be that would be my disclaimer. Is when I first got mine and they came with the standard like rubbery, I was scared. I was like, man, I love how these sound, but they hurt. They feel like shit. They slide out. And then I tried, I got the memory foam ones or the, they're like a foam earplug. If you've ever been at the range yep. or you've got some for a concert or whatever, and you roll them up and stick them in, then they expand and seal and your body heat kind of keeps them pliable. And then you were talking about ones that were like kind of different that I'm really interested in too. Cause these, these, are... don't, these don't last very long. Here. Oop. Wait, I can't do that here. Um, it's, me. it's, you can kind of see it. They're called Zelastec X, X E L A. STEC and they're they're they look like silicone but they're like a memory foam membrane material so as you wear them they mold to your ear oh nice so they're like halfway between a um they're halfway between like a foam tip and a silicone tip and the problem with like especially the zeros or any any IAM with like a big nozzle is if you have smaller ears it can it can hurt like Isaac messaged me the other day. He's like, dude, these are killing my ears. Do you have any other recommendations? I have like a scar. And what it is, is like on some of the, on the ear tips, they actually have a silicone bushing on the inside before the material is applied. And that silicone bushing is just very right angled. Is this what you're talking about? I just pulled them up. Yep. On... Okay. Cool. So they have two, three different sets of sizes. You get medium, medium, large, and large, medium, small, medium, and medium, large, or super small, small, and medium, small. So what I suggest most people get first is you buy a set, figure out what tips fit, and then buy that as your center, right? So if you're a medium, get the medium, small, medium, large pack. If you're a small, get the super small, medium, small. And if you're a large, get the medium, large pack. There, I know it's 28 bucks. It's crazy, but they're so worth it. They're so, I don't even notice I'm wearing them. Do they, they last longer than the foam ones? Or have you you got it. Yeah. But you got to be delicate with them. If you ever take them off, I've ripped one once. Okay. Because my foam ones, I get a three-pack of them, and I probably go through about a tip a month because the foam separates from the plastic collar on them. Oh, yeah. From putting yeah, so this out. is all one continuous piece, much more like a much more like a uh, silicone thing. The issue with silicone is it's so, it's, it just makes my ear itch for some reason. I don't know why. Dude, I, I hated doesn't. the ones that came with it because I was like, these sound amazing, but they hurt. 
and they slid out and I kept having to push them in. Yeah. So annoying. these are so very foam like. These these stick in and they they kind of don't don't come out. They're really nice. Sweet. I'm going to check those out. But yeah, I don't know. Like I take these out. They're kind of I at first I was like, "Oh man, I'm screwing these up because of where I'm hanging them." But then I realized it's actually just taking the form of my ear mm. canal. So it's kind of like ovular. There you go. Um it's really nice. They're well worth. You can get them in single packs too. And they actually make them for AirPods and stuff too. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I'm, I'm going to try yeah. those next after I, I have a super pack. comfortable. I got one one pair left that'll wear out in a month nice. or two and then I'll try them. <laughs> Cuz yeah, it's worth it. But so when uh when are you expected to drop that video on the Wednesday. The Wednesday. Wednesday. I'm nice. giving away a uh, a free session of opt uh, optimization of doing it. So I'll set it up for one person. Um, I heard you say on your on your Twitch stream, right? You can sign up for that in your chat, even offline chat, so people could go over to your channel and sign yep. up. For Exclamation your point! Ear holes. <laughs> That's easy to remember. <laughs> so yeah, if if you go over uh, to Art's Twitch chat, um, Art underscore is underscore war on Twitch, you can even enter the exclamation point ear holes. And is it ear hole singular or two? Because people have two, right? So um, ear plural. holes. Plural. Yeah, plural. Because yeah, we plural, have two, one so that makes sense. Yep. Um, so yeah, just type that in, and, and you might get a free session with uh, with Art. And then stay tuned. Yeah, like I said, guys, if you're if you're serious about competitive audio, or getting the most out of your stuff, follow along with him. And he also does. I know you helped uh, Walt and Boone get their stuff set up. Um, so yep. he does a really good job. If you if you want to get into step up to a two p two PC system and you're just cords everywhere and you're not sure how to get audio over to where you need to get it and stuff you can get a session with art and uh it gets you lined out so it's awesome i'm so glad uh to have him on what are you what are you thinking about um future wise for you are you just going to continue to try to to break things and find solutions to problems that everybody has and like, yeah i mean i think going? the way i've cornered my content is that i try to do a really good video instead of like focusing on or like a useful video you know like uh, most of what I make, if I'm passionate about it, it's going to be well-made, but it has to be relevant and like, I have to care about it. So I just, uh, I don't know. I guess the next thing would be settings for this game. Um, like how I built my PC, like why it is what it is. Cause like, I mean, I, I you, you could build my gaming system that gets close to like 40, 90 or 40, 80 frames for less than two, 2k, like way less than 2k. That's awesome. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know. It has like this one was definitely ding this idea. So I'm I'm <laughs> yeah. waiting for the next ding. I just I just I, love owning versus uh, projection for dual PC streamers. Gotcha. And I I just love uh, following art on Twitter even because like I remember when that window in your background like that thing's cool like how you have it set up for notifications and stuff. I don't know if it works on here, but like so on his stream for for our our podcast listener. Um, you can't see it. I'm so sorry. Don't don't swerve off the road. Um, but he does have like a like a window screen in the background, and it has when people sub and stuff to his channel, it pops up in the background in the window. So it's like That's cool. he does all kinds of really cool shit. So it's fun to it's fun to see what what Art's up to, and fun to hang out in his stream too. Um, so where so to wrap this all up, where where are you at gaming? I'm interested to hear this because you're kind of. Like, are there any games that you're enjoying or looking forward to? Uh, or? I mean, Warzone is what still got me hooked. I mean, I'm looking forward to the finals, but I, I'm used to disappointment. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm really hoping... I, I was hopeful for Off the Grid, which was like Neil Blomkamp's, uh, who did like District 9 and Elysium. Okay. It's his like battle royale that he's doing. But 
then I found out it's crypto backed. So uh, bummer. Oh no. Um, and then I found out recently the Docs game's like not really crypto backed, or it might be. So I'm hopeful. I mean, maybe maybe that's great. Maybe 12 a.m. is great. But I don't know. It's it's just sad because the meta that that seeped into the film industry, which is like manufacturing line of like mediocre content seems to have spilled over Dude. to the meta of the game industry, which is yeah. because people just don't have like, I don't know, they'll just accept like BS, you know? Yeah. I, I built, I built my channel cover in 2042. So how do you think I felt when that released? Like yeah, <laughs> this podcast to talk about FPS games, like I try to do it like a live show. That's a little bit different than just like a standard podcast with visuals yeah. and everything like that was born because i'm like i can't play this game i need to make videos though i enjoy making videos so like i started this weekly show but it's like yeah it, it, it's so i even put it in the ticker above breaking news art says that games get rushed out for money so it's in the it's breaking huh. news you heard it here first uh but it, it is it's such a plague and i'm almost i'm almost resigned to that's what we're gonna expect now in the AAA space because you have like was season two in this cod i got really into playing search and destroy when modern warfare 2 came out um mm -hmm. i i respawn modes i'm like i'm like you man that's it's so mindless i can't do it but if i'm playing search with some friends with good comms good vibes it's competitive and fun the round based stuff i really enjoy as a siege player too um so the, and then to, when they release the season two content and it's like no really new maps you're getting dome for like the third game in a row that's already at the top of almazra and you're getting the map from the beta and they're calling it new it's like and then with yeah. battlefield one map a season and then they get a whole new battle pass with a bunch of stuff in the store it's just like there's no it's not about maps anymore it's just about the bundles and the stuff in the store and buff, buff even transactions this, yeah buff brought it to our attention because you have people complaining about how much more expensive the the premium pass used to be or the season pass or whatever it's like but dude when their skins are costing like 24 bucks you buy one skin in the store and it's already more than the premium pass cost so like <laughs> yeah. you're making so much more money with so much less work and that's what corporations do i feel like they're just maximizing money and it's, it sucks and for they don't the, really care about us yeah and they it don't sucks give a shit. it sucks for like the boomers like me because like i remember getting all those maps and like dude we got a map pack coming out like i'm taking a day off work because we get like four or five new maps and three new guns especially with battlefield like in battlefield one there's sometimes there'd be like five maps and i'm like they're big battlefield man. i can't wait to explore these things and now it's like you get one map but there's some cool bundles and a battle pass so just like so I mean, much I less. think they're kind of like they so Jay God brought up a good point on the Pulse Check podcast like last week or two weeks ago. A rebirth, I mean, whatever you think of how the rebirth map is, that was supposed to come out in season four. Um and the fact that they pulled it up this far and it's not totally broken, like yeah, it had its problems, but it's not like totally broken. Tells you a little bit about what's going on on the inside. Like hemorrhaging might be an understatement yeah you're seeing that you're seeing that in esports too um especially with, i think esports is seeing like a big big downturn and uh it's just the same with studios i feel like just with uh like person power like how many people are working on stuff and it just seems like it's just all focused on that engagement optimized matchmaking stuff and get, it's turning more it's, more better it's, it just feel like it's turning games into like an algorithm to get you to spend money than it is like a game that you know, like the, I feel like the developers used to love these games and love hearing from players and stuff like that. And I feel like that love's gone. It's at least in the AAA space. Um, Where's Valve, dude? Valve needs to come back and drop something good. What are they doing? I think they're probably just chilling, making all the royalties off Steam. I don't. 
Oh, well, 100 percent. You uh, should watch it. There's a documentary about what it's like to work at Valve, and apparently they have like no hierarchy. Apparently it's like a trip to work there. <laughs> That's crazy. It's like it's That's like cool. the antithesis to Blizzard. <laughs> well, and then, you, and then you have like their game from 10 years ago is like still popping off, like freaking uh, CF2, CS:GO, CS:GO, oh, CS:GO, and CF2. Um, yep. Like it keeps hitting new highs all the time. Um, CS:GO yep. does. So it's like still the biggest shooter and it's like old. I, I don't get it. But it does its core mechanics really well. And they dealt with their weird microtransaction issue and now everyone's happy. You know, it's like, then you have the opposite, like PUBG. It's just kind of like a crypto shill and a mobile game. Yeah. It's just weird to see like the directions just going and all about money. Yeah. I worry. We, all, we, we want it for the game. They want it for the money. I, I worry. I worry that as we get older and there's like less and less of us that remember how it used to be. It's like, I've, and I feel like the new generations of gamers are like growing and learning that this is just what gaming is. And it's just, I feel like I'm shouting into the void. That, like I hate where the industry's going, but it doesn't really matter what I think. But. It's also like society is like instantaneous. They want something instantly, instantly. So with this, you know, with the live service, oh there's something new in store or the battle pass so you can get it quick 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 whereas like the dlc stuff the premiums you you know it'd be you'd have to wait a couple months and you'd get this huge drop and that'd be it so I, think I think people are starting to learn so. though that like they have to at least i'm seeing like slowly people turn that realization leaf yeah. that if things come out at the pace that they expect it they're not going to be good things yeah right. why half-ass two things when you can whole-ass one thing that's like that, what yeah. cod two feels like mm -hmm. they half-ass dmz they half-ass multiplayer they half-assed warzone and then they all kind of were like meh now dmz was the cream of the crop because they were rock hard for their ai and they obviously poured so much money into it and i think it probably plays great on dmc where it doesn't is the battle royale map it's yeah, absolutely it thoughtless lowest common denominator game development and it's not the it's not the people developing the game it's the people that drive their teslas to the office in austin and santa monica everybody every day and tell them how to develop the game that's what happened with battlefield right so yeah, like, it's just um, yeah exactly it. because uh we had jim heil on here from ea who's the ea developer called in to like help um fix it kind of towards the end with the cross play and stuff and he kind of made me realize that all the problems I had with the game wasn't the developers. The stuff that was missing, the stuff that like core Battlefield fans were so sad is gone, was decided really early in the process that it wasn't going to be there by the suits, by the EA execs. And like, this is the game you're going to make. I don't care because it's probably going to make us the most money. We're going to try to chase the trends of Apex Legends and Call of Duty. We're not going to make a Battlefield. We're going to get, we got to yep. capitalize on this for the shareholders. And that's just exactly what's happening. That worked out really well. They, they, they <laughs> really paid off. <laughs> I mean, I, I bought this stupid Ultimate Edition, so I can't really talk. They got me. I mean, they well, don't, even, like, they yeah. don't even mention it in their earnings call anymore. So that's, that's how true. bad it is. It's that's like, true. yeah, it's like if, you know, you got to address the root issue, right? And like the root issue is like the best games are made by the companies that don't like uh, Witcher 3 banged because it was Witcher 3. CD Projekt Red sucked because they were meeting shareholders' expectations. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. uh, or Cyberpunk, sorry, Cyberpunk, um, right. initially. And then they rolled back because they're not American. They are like, oh, shit, we fucked up. Man, this game sucks. And now it's really good. Like, I hear Cyberpunk is a really good experience. And I don't think McDonald's munching suits here in the States that are, like, lining their pockets and, like, you know, giving themselves like moussaka honey masks at, at the end of the day are like 
on a roll they don't they just don't care they're the same yeah. people that don't care about like evicting people. They just don't care. It yeah, just care. it doesn't affect them or their bottom line. So who cares? That's why that's why on this channel we always like talk about almost every week about some indie games and stuff. And like we're we're always rooting for for something to break through. Like I thought like Tarkov was kind of going to be that like an indie game that broke into the mainstream. And then now they're kind of treating it like they realize like that's a bummer. So it's like their the shit don't stink, bro. Yeah. It's kind of like <laughs> then we're kind of rooting for the finals and arc raiders and stuff from Embark, but then now they got Nexon on top of them, so it's just like we're just it's, come on, like something's got to. We're yeah. hoping. We're hoping. Well, like, I wish we could go back to 2011. Good days. <laughs> I yeah, I didn't really game until 2020, so I missed. I stopped in 2009 when I started uh, college, and then I started hey, again at COVID. So you like didn't crash. Yeah, you I'm, crash, I'm pretty man. late to it too. Yeah, God. I didn't start gaming like hardcore until I was like 29 or 20 later like yeah but anyway man uh, i promise it used to be good trust me <laughs> we'll take we'll take both okay so it. chaos theory multiplayer back in the day that shit bang dude yeah, that yeah. was so ahead of its time Absolutely. i was uh i think what got me hooked in college like later on in college was left for dead 2 like just playing yeah, that for, that was, forever that and then like the yeah. little bit of multiplayer and then some mods yep. and stuff like mm -hmm. yep. that hooked me that was crazy i mean again valve dude valve yeah just yep. quality basic stuff they yeah. do they they made the game to play well they didn't make it to sell <laughs> microtransactions it is they funny though battlefield is more call of duty now than call of duty tell me about it you're not wrong <laughs> that shit yeah. looks fast and fun i'm yeah. over here playing 75 inch plasma dad bush light gamer it's awful <laughs> <laughs> and it's getting better it is it is i i played it for the first time in season four coming out with battlefield we're going to talk about that in a little bit like i'm I'm kind of coming back to Battlefield. That's like how I started my channel. I did a poll to see like what people wanted from content and like over like 30% of people like go back to Battlefield. So like <laughs> I'll probably be playing more of that because I kind of got the game fixed and running, but it's fast. It is fast. And Fortnite. I will say Fortnite's probably the most hopeful game in the space right now. They're, doing They're the right. only people doing it right. Buff loves it. Um, <laughs> Buff's, yeah, Buff's kind of a, I give him, we give him a hard time. He's kind of a Milsim Andy over there. So we give him a hard time about Fortnite. <laughs> but anyway, dude, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I just kind of wanted to take an hour from yeah. you. And that's what we got. Um, awesome. Fuck, man. Thank you so much. It was great. Yeah. We learned Thanks so for much. having yeah. me. It was really good. I'm going to go record that audio video now. Let's All right. It. And uh, let, it, let us know when it's out. And we'll uh, we'll talk about it on here next yeah. week, too. And you're welcome Definitely. back anytime you want to come hang out and talk about <laughs> video games, dude. I, I just awesome. appreciate your time. I know you're super busy. Thanks for having me absolutely so all right guys we're going to take a real short break and then we'll come back and buff and i are going to hit the rest of these topics so uh we'll be right back all right man for it all right guys welcome back buff i can't see you we're buff what happened hello? you're hiding behind the i'm i'm stuck in these pants hello you're in a giant buff <laughs> hello we're 
you hear me? I can see. Is this I can see where you are. I can't. You guys can see me. I can kind of, kind of, <laughs> kind of see where you're at. Yeah, man. What what's going on? <laughs> oh, oh, there you are. I think you muted yourself, Crash. Oh no, I Crash muted know. himself in the excitement. Just in there, not in here. There we go. There we not go. In here. Okay. Yeah, I did get excited. There you are. <laughs> we all got excited. Am what's I back? Up, Am I... You're back. Yeah. yeah sorry, you. there was just this. There was some big breaking COD news in my way there. You guys couldn't see me. Yeah. So you're back now. <laughs> Thank God. Oh wait, there it is again. Oh, oh no. my God. Oh my God. You know, yeah, I mean, they say once you once you find some big breaking COD news, you don't go back. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best to like stay away from the penis <laughs> jokes, but it's it's probably not. It's, <laughs> it's, probably it's not hard not to. Right? It's not gonna happen. <laughs> but dude, that. That was fucking awesome with art, dude. That was super yeah. Cool. That was that was really good stuff. He's doing uh, some he's doing some cool shit. And like, um, I met him uh through like Beast Mode Boone and Walt, um, mm -hmm. those guys that I play with, and I played some Warzone with him. He's just a super good dude, and it's so cool like to see someone that's awesome like to find their niche, you know. And like right. now he's taking off, and like he's so well suited for it. He's so smart, and like, yeah, it's cool. He's gonna he's doing some really cool, unique content, and it was. It's so awesome to be able to have him on here and kind of show him to, to our little audience and stuff. And like, dude, it is super cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So, jeez, man, put it away. Stop. <laughs> put it away. Dude. But anyway, yeah, I thought. Oh, I thought, Infinity Ward. I thought oh, I thought I would I would set that up. But anyway, yeah, guys, let's bad. uh let's go on a little bit farther and talk a little bit about the state of COD. I saw Buff. Were you drunk when you were tweeting over the week? You were fired up on Twitter, dude. Like I was, I was worried about you over there. Oh man, I I was. It was all a good fun, but I mean, I was, I was just like, I just, it was like hilarious to me that that's something they did. Like, how do you not call that out? You know, like Charlie Intel was being all subtle about it. So I was just like, I'm just gonna say what everyone won't say. <laughs> it's really weird. Up. Like, <laughs> it's really I, weird, dude. I don't know how I feel about it. On one especially, hand, especially because they released a, a free bundle, which was the eggplant uh, emote for your weapon charm. Yeah. And then the very next day, they released that hutch skin. So, I mean, like I said, everyone on Twitter was was being like subtle, like, oh, this is what COD has become now. And, and like, look at that. You know, Charlie Intel was being really subtle. So I was just like, all right, well. Like it's it's not subtle. <laughs> First off, you go back and look at like the Modern Warfare 2019 skins, and they, I mean, it was subtle, right? But this is this was not subtle. I just thought it was really weird. Especially, I think there was, um, people were saying that they they scrapped some additional Shadow Company skins for this stuff. It's just really weird. There's a lot of weird stuff <laughs> going on with the game yeah i i really think i really think it's just along the lines of what we were just talking about with art where like they know that it's like controversial or whatever and people are gonna laugh about it and then every and now like everybody's talking about it right so then everybody's gonna be like oh i want that skin like i'm gonna rock that skin and like if you ever come by my twitch streams when we're playing S D, uh you know that the edge lords in there love penis jokes so like i mean i think it's just pretty much pandering and they're gonna make a shitload of money off of it and i mean technically the game is like 18 plus or whatever so i guess you can have giant wieners and it's fine but <laughs> yeah i haven't seen anybody with that skin yet um, oh you don't play search and destroy no nah, I'm, I'm only dmz i haven't the seen edge, it yet the edge lords love it over there they love it 
So yeah. The thing is, I don't, I don't mind it. Like, I don't care. But I just thought it was funny that, like, that's something that, because <laughs> it's, it, I mean, there's heavy emphasis on what's going on in that guy's pants. But... Yeah, and it's just, it's just to sell it and be funny, and it's gonna work. And it, like, yeah, and that's fine. But just give me, just give me like a Navy Seal skin. That's you it. Know, right? once, in a, once in a while, just throw me, throw me a biscuit, and I'll be, and you can release all the anime furry stuff you want, and I won't complain. I just, I just need something. <laughs> that's and, all. And that, that, that's kind of it, right? Like that's fine to do all that stuff but you also kind of need to remember your roots like right like technically it's kind of it would it's always been like a military based game so especially so like you look games. at the campaign right i mean look at the yeah. campaign there's the campaign is, is very grounded that was one of my things over the weekend it was, it was almost like there's two very different uh studios between uh multiplayer and, and single player which i i think we know in you know, there's like several different studios involved. So who knows what was working on what? We know for a fact Infinity Ward was primarily on single player. I'm sure there's a lot like post the bundles and things. I'm sure is like Raven or another another studio doing things, which is fine. Um, and I think a lot of the, a lot of the what I've seen on Reddit and on Twitter is that it's all no one cares. But you also have all these assets from the campaign, which you know that's really all that marketing of the campaign is what I feel like sold the game with the campaign coming out early and like, you know, getting things, getting leveled up for, for Warzone. It's just weird that we haven't seen any of that stuff brought in from the camp. I know we've been discussing that with, as far as like maps and things, right. And uh, just the skins, there's been no task force one for one members besides Gaz, which, you know, that skin was cool, but you know, where's soap, where's Pro- where's a uh, price Alejandro uh, ghost, there's a lot, a lot of stuff missing, and it's just, it's weird. You would think they would want to come out of the gate hot with, with some good stuff, well, and to, they just haven't been really doing any of it. And, and that's kind of it, right? Like everything is, um, about microtransactions and skins and mm-hmm. stuff now. And if you're yeah. gonna do like ridiculous, silly stuff too, mm-hmm. um, I feel like you should also make stuff for the people, for like the more mature audience and stuff that likes to kind of play play cod and dmz and like the hardcore modes and stuff and kind of be a little bit immersed into like the lore and stuff i call it like your fans right like your original fans like i just right, right. i just want them to cover the gamut i don't i don't have a problem i'm not gonna call like woke or whatever like furries or i don't give a shit like what yeah, skins you have or what care. you do i think yeah. people should be able to you know base their character off who they want to like whatever gets them immersed however they want to like be in the game mm-hmm. you know like to help you enjoy the game but like i feel like we're going a little bit too far in the making silly stuff for sales and they're missing some some stuff for like the core older audience they're not kidding everybody and like yeah exactly i mean i haven't really bought that many bundles this year maybe i want to say like four total probably is is what i've bought out of the store so far but yeah i don't like i said go crazy make silly stuff but also make stuff for your other audience too right like and I think they did a good job of that in, in Modern Warfare 2019. I mean, so that goes to a lot of stuff we were just talking about. We were just talking about this with artists. Like, a lot of things were rushed. And I don't, I mean, I ultimately, I don't care. If they, if they want to release stuff like that nonstop, it is what it is. I have a couple skins that I, I can, and you don't see that stuff in DMZ. So it really doesn't bother me. I just thought it was, like, kind of crazy that that's... It was crazy. That's, that's what came out, yeah. So I, 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 and like I said, Charlie Intel was being like, they were doing the same thing I was, but being like very subtle about it, obviously, because they're like COD partners, so they can't 
be coming in hot like I was. So I was gotta, just like, I'm just, I'm gonna call it exactly how it. Gotta, everyone was thinking it. So <laughs> you got to give Modern Warzone some credit though. He wasn't. He said, I can't believe they put an Arby's commercial in Call of Duty and they showed the guy. So <laughs> I, it's mi- like, I missed that one. Yeah, That's that good. was his main tweet. I think I, I think I have it pulled up. Yeah, that's like, hilarious. So you gotta that's give it one. like it was funny. <laughs> it just they're gonna be silly, so it's gonna be crazy to see what they have next. It's gonna be wild, like just because they're gonna keep trying to top it. I think I feel like um, they I mean, are, and that's kind of that's kind of what's scary. I don't, I'm how do you? I don't know how you top that, but um, like I was saying with Modern Warfare 2019, I think it was season two or three is when they started like the actual Milsim bundles and things in shop, and they. I remember they came out with that that preseason blog post and they're like there was like huge emphasis like this new thing milsim and you know they picked like three or four different milsims real world milsim stuff put it in the game in the battle pass or in the uh the store and then they put in you know the other crazy outlandish cod stuff which was fine because you had a good mix of everything so yeah it just seems like a little bit Again, I don't care, but the guy's got cat ears and a lot of stuff going on there. It's it's a little weird. He's back <laughs> and then, in heat, man. He's and got, then that uh, he is, he is, he's, and, he's that, and then three that, weapons. Yeah, and then that uh, that weapon charm again, that eggplant weapon charm is just. It's obvious what the message was there, um, right? So, but I will ha- <laughs> I will have to say, uh, siege siege did it as well. They have a <laughs> they have a uh, a banana charm with ruler on it with like inch marks and stuff on it. So, I mean, we're going phallic. People, it's fine. Uh, I would I would if I had that skin, I would equip it on Fridays and call it Phallic Friday, and we would run around with our yoga pants and our stuff showing. <laughs> there you go. But I mean, now, it's it it is funny. At the end of the day, it's hilarious. And I had a good time on Twitter just calling out how hilarious and crazy oh, it was. Oh, uh, oh, Chase, Chase, you missed this. You missed this. This is uh, Buff's new profile pick now, so I got him good on that. So that's where we're at. <laughs> just going to do that's the rest me. of the podcast. Buff, is, <laughs> yeah, Buff is inside there. That's actually him, and he's talking from inside there. Yep. How's it going, yeah. guys? Yeah. Just so, changing my location. This is my little, new, my new streaming location. A little muffled in there. How's it going, guys? Are we okay? <laughs> is it hot in there? <laughs> it is. It's a, it's a little moist, Crash. <laughs> oh, you had to, to say honest. that word. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> um, but anyway, other than that, so yeah, it's weird. But they're going to keep doing it. It's going to sell. <laughs> it it's going to sell. Uh, where yeah. where are you at on like the rest of this with Call of Duty? How are you enjoying DMZ? Like I'm I'm gonna be interested in keeping keeping tabs on you over the weeks as the weeks goes on as far as like content and stuff like DMZ wise. Are you still like into it? Um, yeah, no, I I'm I'm literally in love with DMZ. Um, still like keeping you hooked? Yeah, I'm I'm addicted to it. I'm like a I'm like a drug addict. So. I'm in love with it. And now we have, you know, we have three maps. Building 21 is live on the weekends. I ran one Building 21 run last night for a crown mission. And it, like, it was fun as hell. We ran in with the 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 shotguns, the new Vepper 12s with, I had a 25 round drum and dragon's breath. And it was just like deleting players. There were and, people and using AI that in too. search, dude. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. It, it's, it's wild. It, I, that thing's got to catch a nerf, I'm sure. Cause it's pretty crazy especially with the dragon's breath but it was fun so 
Um, you know, DMZ is really fun. I think the one thing, though, um, you and I didn't discuss this before, but engine owning, you know, I mean, I know we discussed the lawsuit, like they're liable for $3 million in damages from Activision. Um, and engine owning, because of that, they had a free weekend, uh, this, this past really? weekend. So, yeah. So as long as you had an account, everything was free. So DMZ Saturday night was rough. Wait, wait, we ran wait, into wait, cheaters wait, 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 almost wait. every game. So engine only will have free weekends where people can like use them. Yeah. Like just I think, I think because they're, you know, with the lawsuits, this was one of them. I'm not sure how many they have previously, but they, they have done it before, but everything was free. Uh, as long as you had an account. So we, I mean, in DMZ, we, we ran into speed hackers, a lot of lag switches, right? Everything's completely fine. And then all of a sudden you start lagging horribly the mics, you can't hear anything. And then a team just happens to to know where you are and roll up. So we would get the, we would catch the leg every time, you know, the team of cheaters got close. They'd hit the wow. leg switch, and it was obvious too because we were doing a one of the times we were doing a hostage rescue, and all of a sudden, as we're driving to it, we just start latency through the roof over a thousand. Can't hear. We're skipping all over the place. I'm I'm like teleporting back to the spawn underwater across the map and there's like a team camping our, our expel chopper with the hostage. So we ran into the, the, I say the leg switches was what I ran into the most, um, in DMZ Saturday. And that was really annoying. It was probably like wow. nine games in a row of, of cheaters of some type, which was really, really bad. We didn't, we didn't cover it. We didn't cover it too much with art, but I guess this might be a good time to talk about that Tarkov cheater video. I didn't discuss yeah. it as much as I wanted to. Um, yep. I didn't, I just didn't, that guy is super busy. I didn't want to take like a ton of his time. Um, but I, I did kind of want to talk about that a little bit. And I guess since we're talking about Me too. Uh, yeah. assholes, we can talk about that. Um, yeah, they so, go, they go hand in hand in hand. <laughs> for yeah, sure. These they're assholes. Um, so yeah. if you guys missed it, um, a guy named goat moth or people call him goat with a zero. Um, he did a video talking about cheaters and what he did was he downloaded a form of cheats for Tarkov where he could see people through the map. He could see um, all their information. Um, he could see like just where they were. There was also a radar that could tell where people were and where they were pointed. And you guys know Tarkov doesn't have a mini map. So super, super broken cheats. And he went through, I think, 125 raids or so. And what it he was, was 160 doing, something. I have 168. Yeah. I couldn't remember the number. It was, it was quite a few. Oh uh, yeah. It was a lot. <laughs> um, but what he did was he went around and he could see players with super high KDs and he would watch them because he could see everybody through the map. He'd watch them approach. He would, then he would see them lock on him through the map. And then what he would right. do, there would be walls, buildings, everything with him. And he would wiggle and then the cheaters would wiggle back and you could just see their wireframe cheats through that because they would be able to see him through the map. Yeah. And he concluded. So he had to have like hard proof like that. Mm -hmm. 60% of his raids he confirmed or thought to have cheaters in Tarkov. Just an absolute astounding number of raids had cheaters in them. Incredibly suspect cheaters. Like, um, at, so there's a couple of things. If you're going scientifically, you have to point out that is, even though that sounds like a lot, that's a pretty small sample size. The other thing is you're relying on him to deduce cheaters. He showed a lot of video evidence, right? Like yeah, he would he see did. him, he would lean, they would lean. Uh, he would watch them lock on. He would move around the map 
and you could see which way they were pointed on the radar and they would follow him. So you could see that. He, um, he even got verbal confirmation from a couple of them. Yeah, that people would say, yeah. And the, the other thing that really was bullshit about it was they would also, uh, they were teaming up with him because they were, the cheaters would yeah. want to team up with him. Like, oh, you're, you're doing the thing too? Yeah, well, let's run together. So the, right. cheaters, the cheaters were actually teaming up um, in-game and going around. It was almost like a, it turned into like a us versus them thing with the cheaters versus legit mm -hmm. players. And I guess you guys can probably, probably determine uh, who, who won those, those fights. So it was just horrible. And then the, the reaction to it was really weird. Um, yeah, he used cheats to get evidence of cheaters. He didn't kill anybody. He didn't shoot at any players. He didn't fire his gun. Um, he was just kind of in there observing. Now, that comes with a lot of ethical questions, right? And one, mm -hmm. like, uh, who Art was talking about, Trey 24K was super against it. Like, he was like, you can't, because he, the, the people who are against it were a lot of streamers and stuff, big content creators, and they were saying that it was uh, like a cheat commercial. Like, it was like promoting <laughs> them, like, to get other people to do it. My opinion, I don't know what you think, Buff. It's like, if people want to cheat, there's Google. It exists. They're going to figure it out. Like, the people who want to cheat are probably already cheating. Like, I don't know. I don't feel like it's an advertisement because the people that want to do it are already going to do it. Could it persuade, like, legit people to do it? Maybe so. Um, I, I guess I could see people on the edge of like, well, everybody else is doing it. And I need to do it now. So... Mm. I, I don't yeah, <clears throat> I don't think it. I didn't. I don't think it's like cheating or a bad thing. I think it brought to light the amount of cheaters that there are because <clears throat> it's one thing to know, like like you said, he he was using the ESP um, cheats. So you had like a, you had a bottom right hand corner almost uh, like a almost like a mini map that showed all the players and the directions they were facing, and it would it they would turn red when they had direct line of sight on you where there wasn't like buildings in the way and they were looking at you. Um, so you could see them on the map and you would see their, their wireframe all, all over the map you know, through walls, buildings on the other side of the map. Not only would you see their wireframe, you'd see their name, what weapon they currently had out. Okay. Um, so you would know if they like some, he was running around with a knife a lot. People would see that he, Oh, why are you running with it? Why do you just down there with a knife? So he, you could see the weapon that they were using um you could also see their kd their their in-game player name and some more information too so you could look at he could look at players and look at suspicious kds and he had a conversation with the one guy like yeah i saw you know that guy had a kd of like 15 like a cheater killed a cheater or something he's like yeah well i gotta i gotta lower mine um you know because his, his said his kd was too high so he needed to lower it so it wasn't so suspicious this one dude um so that's one thing and he also concluded that I think Crash, you mentioned. I think it was sixty percent of his raids he found cheaters. Said. Yeah, and he and it's also important to note that's only of the the players in the in the raids that he was able to like get close to and confirm with wiggle or or verbal confirmation. There was other players that he couldn't get close enough to um, to like get solid evidence via wiggle or them saying something about it that that was a hundred percent positive proof. And then you have players that players die, players extract, et cetera. So um, out of all the players in the raid, how many, you know, he only was able to get to a few of them per raid. So 
is it more is it less the the thing is there basically every raid he said there's at least one cheater in there and they can see you through walls they can see what gun you have they can see what direction you're facing and there was a couple occasions where he got uh, it was even though they didn't wiggle at him it was obvious based on the esp cheats you could see that they they knew where he was and they were monitoring and getting like nervous because he would be like following players around and wiggling at them constantly so they can see him through the walls um doing that and they're like oh man what's this guy doing so um some of these guys like it was interesting to see he's like hey man i'm just you know whatever wiggling and then there was a brief little teeny tiny window of an opening where there would be direct line of sight with no like hard walls yeah. and there then their box would turn red on the wireframe and on the minimap noting that you know showing that they had direct line of sight and instantly he would get killed by by a one tap so not only was there esp there was like aimbot and things like that going on so it was it was pretty crazy it and was crazy yeah it, that that right there makes me not want to go back and play tarkov anytime soon um i love tarkov i had a lot of fun playing it and i think because it boomed in popularity around the time and right after i i was playing it and off it you get you get more cheats like this and i mean like i said i he only tested the esp so there's a lot more out there too that isn't being uh obviously not being blocked because he was running into a lot of cheaters cheaters killing cheaters in the raids there's a lot a lot of stuff going on and you can just by being able to look at the kd you could see um you know, it was pretty obvious someone has like a 15 plus KD. Yeah. And I, I get both sides of it too. Cause I mean, it could, there could be some, some people with like room temperature IQs that are like, Oh, I'm going to cheat now. Look how easy it is and stuff, I guess. But at the same time, it is a wake up call uh, to right. the community. I feel like, and yeah, obviously yeah. to battle state. So they tweeted today. I pulled this up. Oh, um, really? They tweeted okay. around new today that they've decided to resume the practice of sharing the information about large bandwaves. So they banned mm -hmm. four thousand people over the weekend. So, okay, they that's, obviously that's they're obviously paying attention now, and it's getting stuff mm -hmm. to happen. And that's what we were talking about with art with the LUTs. Like, yeah, you have to do something drastic to get a battle mm -hmm. state to pay attention. Kind of what Veritas did with uh, mm -hmm. fixing the recoil and the movement and stuff like that. So that's right, what they did. right. Um, I think I have to say, while I get the other side of it, that showing cheats really sucks and it could make other people do it, I don't see another way to show it. He did another follow-up video today um, talking about it, and the funny thing was that the cheat that he installed, you have to uninstall Valorant because Valorant's Vanguard will catch the Tarkov cheat. Um, wow. And it won't let it run. So Valorant's anti-cheat will catch the Tarkov cheat. Um, You have to not run it. So... They have some work to do there. Um, that sheet's been around for yeah. two years, uh, he said. And the wow. thing about showing it, too, there's been other videos where people have talked about it, but mm -hmm. I feel like it's like a picture's worth a thousand words, right? right. He could sit here and say, I probably saw cheaters in 60% of my lobbies. That does not have the same effect on you as when you see that shit. Like, when you see yeah. the player wiggle, or you see, like, oh, this guy's cheating, he's through a bush and clear across the map, as soon as he turns red in line of sight, I bet I die, boom, he's dead. It's like, yeah. he could see that, and when you see that, it's like, holy shit, it just had that effect on the community. Um, it got across what he wanted to get across. I agree, mm -hmm. it's muddy. It's muddy with ethics. Um, I see both sides of it. Like, you should never, ever cheat. Um, 
I, I do like that he had his own rule set where he's not shooting anybody and never killing PMCs, all of that. So I think he went about it the right way. And, and like you said, I mean, it the purpose of what he did was to bring awareness to it. And, and it did. definitely did. It, it accomplished the goal. So, if I mean, the alternative was, like you said, if he didn't show that, didn't do it, and just said, I think there's cheaters, this is what maybe that doesn't, like you said, it doesn't hold the same weight to it as showing it and you know that's that makes you question a lot of stuff especially in and if you think i mean that stuff's going on in tarkov this this is where it ties into the call of duty and any other FB, fps um those are the same types of cheats that are going on like i've, I've seen those same things um when some of that some of the cheaters get caught on on uh their streams having the esps and stuff it's the same it's the same thing so yeah, if it brought if it's bringing awareness and it's allowing um, Battlestate to get on top of it because it's a serious issue, and again it ties into everything that was going on this weekend with Engine Audio. I mean the same same crap. So I mean hopefully um, Battlestate is downloading these cheats and seeing how they work, reverse engineering them. Hopefully Infinity Ward, Raven, all of them are doing the same thing with the Engine Owning stuff and understanding how they work and how to counter them. But if you, you you're saying this this ESP thing's two years old, you know that's that's pretty wild right yeah. there. The, it's been just been around that long and hasn't been been caught. But you can't run can't run LUTs or can't have uh, some of your community drop you like a, a streamer kit to use in game because they think it's With a form of payment. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 tough. But I think it, it brought awareness to it, and it also makes you. Uh, makes me go back and question a lot of my Tarkov tests. <laughs> you know, there was always some fishy stuff. You could always tell, but that, like you said, seeing it is, is huge. Yeah. And it's just so hard to tell. That's one of the big, the big, uh, the big turnoffs with Tarkov. Yeah. It's like, especially with like the dark maps and the bad visibility. So it's like, did I die to something? Like you have no clue. Like, yeah. It's legit or not. So, but, but anyway, you could even tell by looking, I just, I just want to say with the mini map part, right. You could even tell by the mini map because it shows the direction they're facing. So like, there'd be some people that like, look at him and like, like acting like they're not seeing him. It was, it was just pretty obvious, even when he didn't get the confirmation that other people were doing. Yeah, And then so. there were some people that were just blatant, like raid tracking that would like follow him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's really sad. It's really sad. And I, I don't know where they go from there, but it, I thought it was, uh, I just watched before we went live. I watched this follow-up video and where he said that the Valorant anti-cheat caught it. I'm like, yeah, that's wild. That's, that's crazy. Wild. Um, so yeah, but anyway, yeah. So that's what's going on with COD. That's what's going on with Tarkov. I just wanted to cover that because I, I know it's like a it's a really touchy subject, and I, I'm not sure where I stand. I see both sides of it, but I think yeah. at the end of the day, I think the community is probably a little bit better off that he did it because it's definitely bringing awareness to it. I agree completely. Sure um yeah so i guess i was gonna talk i really don't have much for quick shots guys other than the destiny stuff so i was and it's getting kind of long anyway um so i was just gonna kind of talk about battlefield if everybody's cool with that a little bit um i did a battlefield stream on youtube yesterday and i had fun yeah is the game is the game better <laughs> yeah Should it, I reinstall it, it it's a lot better um i'm probably gonna play it a little more and <laughs> And I kind of, I kind of kept making the joke. Um, I kind of kept making the joke that what I did was essentially, I didn't play the game for long enough. Like I, kinda, I haven't really played hardly at all since season one. 
Mm-hmm. So my joke was, if since I just kind of left the game, then now one map a season. Now I'm coming back, and it's kind of like a DLC. Yeah, it is. Because there's been like three or four maps um, added to the game, so it's kind of like a real DLC. But they've reworked, um, they've reworked almost everything, and um, I did have fun. the The class system makes it way more readable. Um, like you can tell what's going on, kind of how people play. I know a lot of people say it's like not a fix. It didn't make it better. It felt better to me. Um, I could kind of, and I feel like as I played it more, I could kind of learn what specialists do what, and you would kind of know. Mm-hmm. Um, what you're gonna what you're gonna see so i think it really did help a lot um the class the suit i would call it a pseudo class system yeah <laughs> i'm really kind of to the point where it's not a great battlefield um but it it's a kind of a battlefield now it plays well um there's more content now i think essentially they've almost reworked all the base maps so they play a lot better and it's just much better is it what I want? Is it my perfect battlefield? Not even close. Um, it's missing a lot of stuff that I wish it would have had mm-hmm. day one still yeah. to this day. Yeah. But I'm probably going to play it more. Um, I'm I'm probably going to play it more stream <laughs> more. I might even start making more content about the game again. Because I, I think I'm going to reinstall it too. Yeah, I think I'm going to reinstall it too. I mean, I, th- mainly I want to try out some of the new weapons that they're, they're adding here because it's it's funny because it's it's stuff like I I had in my Battlefield weapon wishlist video and even in my my Modern Warfare two weapon wishlist video is stuff they're adding right now. So yeah, um that that RM six eight and then the the LMG which is based on that new Russian prototype uh, the RPL twenty, I definitely want to play with and and they're running the, that little uh master key shorty shoddy. So there's there's some good weapons here and I think this is also the most weapons they've added for a season so far. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, it does I look think, good. The map looks nice. Um, what I think is going to happen, um, I think I'm just kind of conceding with like season two of COD that this is just the kind of co- amount of content we can expect, and I'm a little bit defeated uh, by it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, there's not really an alternative <laughs> other than to keep making content. And I guess keep saying my opinion that I, I think the amount of maps in the DLC content is incredibly lame. Like it is, it, it's not, it's it not is. Cool. Yeah. And what's going to happen. I feel like is now I can play the game and have mm-hmm. fun. And if I grind it out, I'm going to get really bored with the maps really quick. Yeah. But, and they're all similar too. like, this is the map for the new one. Mm-hmm. And man, it's like, it's really similar to the others. Right. You have a central point of interest, like a big building, and then it's like rolling hills and openness around it with a couple um, outposts. Like, there's no, like, urban maps that are, like, all urban and stuff. There's no, mm-hmm. like, much, like, foresty type maps and stuff, I guess, orbital. But it's, like, all the maps kind of have that same layout, I feel like, where it's, like, wide open rolling hills and then, like, a central point of combat, like, with a building mm-hmm. and stuff. So yeah, it seems <clears throat> this I, one does remind me. It does remind me a little bit of a, one of the Battlefield Four DLC maps. Just, just like the, the I forgot what it was called. Um, but regardless, the outdoor port portion does look similar. And you're right; it does look kind of similar to like what we've seen so far with with the game. Um, which is the, the season. We'll see how the, it plays. the season five map um looked really cool. Like the concept art for that looked really cool. 
Um, I that's thought, that like indoor cube one or whatever it is. No, 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 no. I can try to find it. Um, so season they are going to do a season five. They're done with specialists, and I'm really hoping that season five isn't like the last update for Battlefield Five, mm. where they're like, "Here's a one last map. We'll see you later. We're done." Where they added Almarge Encampment in June, and that was like the end of the game. I'm hoping that's not that's not what's going on here. Um, but it could be. I'll try to find the for the map it looks to me it looks kind of like zavod uh to be honest um oh really oh, it's, okay. not. Yeah. it's not I, I, it's not yeah, it's not yeah yeah i think we i think i did see some things uh for that and i remember you saying that last time too which is good because i love i love zavod <laughs> yeah it, it looks cool it looks also kind of like with the trains and the mountain stuff mm -hmm. um Karelia. um it kind of looks like that one too oh nice okay um but yeah, so I'll try to pull it up here. And and yeah, for everybody, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm definitely, I'll reinstall it and, and give it a go just because I want to mess around with the weapons. But I mean, for sure, if you guys are really, really curious, like just go back on YouTube and look at like all the trailers and stuff for the for old B Battlefield Three for those DLCs and just like just get lost in the the YouTube hole for a little bit and look at all that old DLC content for Battlefield Three for all the DLCs they did because. And then just compare that to now, you know, whether it's comparing it to Call of Duty or Battlefield, regardless, uh, both games used to have similar systems. It's kind of crazy looking at what it used to be to what it is now. But yeah, I see the concept art there. That that looks cool for sure. And, it, and if it does come out like this, like the concept art didn't necessarily match the maps we got. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like if it does come out like this, like it looks, that'll be really neat with the graffiti on the wall. Like the pile of burning pallets, like all the yeah. debris laying around, it looks like a war, like war torn. And exactly. Said, yeah. In the lore of the map, it's where battle happened many, many years ago, and it's become a POI again, and they're fighting over it, so it's all dilapidated. Oh, and stuff. okay. So, What's it? Is there is there a name for this one yet, or no? No, no name for it yet. But I, they I did say that it's, it's its own unique thing. It's not like a remaster. Oh, it's not a return. Right. Okay, okay. Yeah, they, and maybe they, it's based on a real world answered, location. We'll remember. They answered. They answered that on Twitter, because um, okay. a lot of people where they said it's returning to a place that was combat years ago, like mm -hmm. people thought, oh, they're gonna like remaster something, which is also ironic because then it shows how much people are thirsty for older maps to be remastered, and there's nothing added to Portal, which makes zero fucking yeah. sense. Um, yeah. But yeah, it looks cool if it comes out like this. Um, it'll be sweet, and I, I, I hope this isn't the last one and they're done and then like okay in 2024 or 2025 we'll we'll do the new one and we have another like super long long content drought. Um the other thing I could see them kind of doing is taking the <laughs> amount of maps that they would have normally released in a mm -hmm. year cycle and trickle them out so it lasts longer until the next game. Like that's kind of the vibe I'm getting yeah. a little bit. Um but yeah, that it's kind of it, it's also weird because i remember like battlefield 4 was supported up till 2016 and that game came out in 2013 and i mean even three years after release they were still bringing out new maps and reworks of maps and community maps and things like that too so um you know there's such a larger team now who knows what they're going to end up doing right yeah. I, I hope this update's good and, and more than anything i hope the next game is actually like a solid one on release that's all we can pray for yeah. the drip feed but no i'm gonna my next battlefield video i think i'm working on is i'm gonna do like a little not not like a full-out game show but like a little quiz show because you can go back and look at all the articles from like ign and stuff about battlefield and they all say the same thing about how broken it is and stuff 
So I want to pull up, I'm going to do a video where I pull up the articles and like the quotes on how broken it is at release and then ask which battlefield it is. And it could be any of like the last four. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you guys going to yeah. learn that just to please finish a game before you release it? Holy shit. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, you're not wrong there. It's always like the running joke is battlefield games always release broken attack. <laughs> but it does, uh, it does release tomorrow yeah. uh, with the new uh, Camilla Blasco specialist. She's going to be recon. Um, she basically has a, I think she has a gadget she can put down that keeps her from being spotted and popping up on the mini map and stuff. So it's like a stealth beacon. Um, okay. She can kind of hide from that. And then, um, I was trying to find on here, uh, what new guns there were going to be. Um, uh, there's going to be a new super, the shotgun sidearm, the next gen mm -hmm. RM68 assault <laughs> rifle yep. and hip fire with the AC9 SMG and the RPT 31 LMG. So I, this is like the yep. most uh weapons they've added like you said um and a sticky grenade launcher i saw so i would i think since i'm on like parental leave i think i'll probably stream this on youtube tomorrow during the day maybe and see what's up <clears throat> but check it out yeah they damn it do they know how to do trailers that's for sure yeah the trailer awesome. the trailer teams have been carrying uh, yeah games. yeah 100 like. percent. so yeah <laughs> battlefield season four tomorrow uh, it's super early in the morning for us when it releases, but I'm going to check it out sometime during the day, I think. And I'm kind of maybe getting back into Battlefield. So, because it's so crazy, like how people still come to my channel for that. Like, it's wild, like how the, it, like YouTube does that. Because I, I posted on my YouTube channel, I was like, what, just for feedback, like, what kind of content would you like to I see? Saw, like, yeah. 75% of us, like, play Battlefield again, like, Battlefield content, <laughs> Battlefield content. So it's like, and now, right. like you said, you haven't you haven't been there for so long, so you're coming back. It's like it you is, got all this stuff. You can have like, fun uh, now. <laughs> on my stream yesterday, I played with uh, USA Specialist. He's another really awesome uh, Battlefield yeah. creator, and yep. it was so nice because like he was just answering questions. I felt like a new player. I was like, so what does this specialist do? It's like, oh, they added this gun. It's like, oh, they got the so flam and like all the like, oh, they got EOD bot. Like I was just like, it felt like a DLC kind of like really because they'd reworked they've reworked like three maps since i've played and there's like three new maps since i played so like it, it kind of did so that's yeah. all you got to do guys in modern fps gaming play it at launch <laughs> and then just stop for a whole year let the content trickle out year and, and a half come, yeah and then when you a year and a half and yeah year and a half and then when you come <laughs> back it's like oh it's like a dlc so that's all you gotta do figured it out <laughs> we should have realized that before yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much um that's funny so yeah guys i think that's probably pretty much a show i didn't only thing i was really going to talk about in quick shots was like destiny's new dlc you can preload that today it's huge uh the lightfall or whatever um but things kind of went long with art and stuff so i don't want to go on too awful long um anybody you want to do q a for just a little bit yeah we can do some 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 quick q a that's fine with me while we wrap stuff up here um so yeah um, if there's anything that you guys want to talk about or ask, let us know in chat. We can do that for just a little bit. Um, housekeeping stuff. Thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, keep an eye out for the audio podcast. All that stuff's going to keep going. Um, I think, uh, blue's going to be joining us more often. Um, I think it's really fun, uh, when the three of us are on here, uh, messing around, having fun. Um, so yeah, you guys have anything? If not, we will probably... See you guys 
next week have you been doing any like dmz streams and stuff or you just kind of played it for content for gun content uh i i did some last week um and i i like have a lot of good footage i need to turn to to some videos i'm trying to like figure out how i want to do how i want to do dmz raid videos because it's like i don't want to do like oh here's this gun I don't know. I got to do something a little bit different with it, I feel like, to make it a little bit different than the Warzone stuff I used to do. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. But yeah, I mean, I've been streaming it. I have a lot of good raids where um, just like really good firefights that I, I want to like go through and break those down. That's what I love about DMZ, man. I mean, we were, it was just two of us trying to do some missions and we got ambushed by a three man and like they were coordinated as heck and split up and like surrounded us and we killed the heck out of them. <laughs> It's, when they're all dead they're all like pleading for help it's like dude, you know it's just funny because like you shot at us we're just trying to do missions i i really love dmz it, it's, it's fun but yeah i'll be doing some more streams uh probably this week or or weekend for sure i'll be doing some this weekend dmz is just a blast i can play that forever cool man i need to get and then we got your battlefield battlefield streams coming up from crash here yeah so. i'll probably stream some season four tomorrow guys if you're around i had i had a really good viewership on that stream it was crazy like people coming to watch me play it struggle along and it was pretty funny hey i still have a 266 kd on battlefield tracker top 10 percent. so don't i'm still i can still play the game don't you worry um <laughs> i missed the question if i can see what the hell's going on um, if you could get any gun for edc which would it be buff what's edc am i stupid uh, I don't know what EDC is. Earthy either. Teddy, what's what's EDC? Am I an idiot? EDC a... everyday carry. Oh, okay. Oh, any gun for everyday carry? Everyday carry. Oh my god. Mm, <laughs> I want one of the. I can't remember what they're called. Uh, but Wilson Combat makes their. Uh, <clears throat> it's not an ultra carry. That's Kimber, but their version of it. It's like a miniature slim nineteen eleven from Wilson. Uh, I, those are those are it um who is artist war so at the beginning uh ss we talked to him he is a content creator up and coming content creator that's like shaking stuff up with his tech videos like to uh help with lutz and it's a little bit advanced and stream setups and audio settings he can help you like get the most out of your games with like visuals and that kind of stuff he's a camera operator um on shows like better call saul and some of that kind of stuff so he knows visuals and audio and um, he's just doing really cool stuff in the gaming space, really disrupting stuff um, with with what he's doing. Got got Battlestate to ban his LUTs within three days. So, like, like he, <laughs> he's doing really cool stuff. It was awesome to have him on the show. Can't thank him enough. Uh, D Kraut, yeah, let's play, man. Let's let's run it. Everyday carry. Yeah, I'm an idiot. I'm really sorry. Everybody knew it but me. I'm terrible. Uh, what I do now for carry is um, I have a Smith & Wesson Shield 40. Um, it's pretty nice compact that i like more accurate than i thought it would be i can actually shoot it pretty well i think this summer too when the weather gets nice since i built my backstop in my pasture i might do some range <laughs> streams on twitch um this yes please doing some doing please some do might be might be pretty fun we get we got to get you an m82 out there my yes. local my local gun store has an m82 for like 3200 and i, I always go i always go in there and look at it i'm like i mean I kind of feel like I need this, <laughs> you know, like who doesn't need an M82 just in case we get invaded and there's tanks and, you know, 
send yeah, it do to some Amer- American stuff. Yeah, we'll send it. We'll send it over to Crash, and he can test it for us. A box cutter and a high point. That's all you need. That's awesome. <laughs> um, what game? What's a game you remembered or experienced that you hated much, but it still sells well? Buff, you can take that one from Edward. Uh, that I hated that sells well. I don't know. I can't. I can't think of anything right off the bat because, like, I don't. I really don't play a lot of games is the problem. If I, if something appeals to me, like I'll that's I play it and I'm going to well, like always play it. There's really nothing I have bought that I got. The only thing I can think of that I like bought and I hated it and returned it was Black Ops 3. I mean, it doesn't still sell well, but it sold well. But that's the only one I can think of at the top of my head. I can't think of one. Battlefield 2042. It still sold well, but I hated it. <laughs> oh, that launch. Um, what else do you see? Um, Wilson Combat has a new gun. I'll check that out. That's what my that's what my uh, 1911 is a Wilson Combat KZ45, and I love it. Five five six four fifty eight fifty or three hundred black out for CQC. I'm I love my four fifty eight uh, for everything. I I think it's such an awesome round. I think it's super super versatile. Um, because I can shoot it. I can shoot a five hundred grain massive bullet subsonic and quiet, and it hits like a freaking cannonball. Or or you can <laughs> drop it down to the three hundred grain and shoot it pretty darn fast and fairly flat for as big as it is. So I I just I just really like the. I like the flexibility. That's why I built that AR in 458 because I, I think it's a really flexible round. It's really cool. That's awesome. Uh, um, yeah. Cool. I think that's probably a program. Yeah, that was good. I really like talking to Art. I think if you guys haven't seen that Tarkov cheater video, even if you're not like in a Tarkov, I think it, it gives very good insight into you know a lot of things that are probably going on potentially in the FPS game online you're playing too because it's, it's all it all crosses over. So just like just do a YouTube search uh, Tarkov cheaters or Tarkov I cheated and you'll find the video. It's like 40 minutes, but it doesn't feel like 40 minutes because um, you'll be on the edge of your seat the whole time. He did a really good job with that. Yep. Uh, agree. Agree, Teddy. Um, for like self defense or whatever, almost anything. Give me a shotgun, dude. Like there. Uh, I will I see I I like that question Teddy. My, my buddies and I in college are always like what gun would you want for a zombie apocalypse? I always had to say like I'm going to go with a I'm going to go with like an M60 or a saw. So <laughs> I want the LMG man. That would be pretty cool. Uh <laughs> my buddy uh he has uh an X-Rail. I don't know if you've heard of those that goes on a shotgun. So on a Benelli Super oh, 90 okay. um it it goes on the end of the tube. And there's like four different tubes that hold like eight rounds. And when one's empty, you just twist the tube and it fills your mag again. That's so like way. when it empties, so you can, you can put like 30 rounds in it um, <laughs> of, of shotgun. So like, that's where I would be. That's where yeah, I would those be. Zomb- um, those zombies don't stand. I also, I have a mag tube extension that goes on my, uh, on my Beretta mm-hmm. uh, 391. And it, I can put f- 13 rounds in it. So that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, I, I would go, I'm a, I'm a big shotgun fan. I, I know lots, I know lots more about shotguns than I do anything else in ballistics and stuff. You're going to get that four gauge, uh, one that I sent you from, uh, Garantham. <laughs> I wish I have, uh, 
I have three 10 gauges, so bigger there than you 12. Go. And my dad has uh, an eight. My dad has an eight four, uh, which is cool. I actually have, yeah, holy shit. I have an eight gauge shotgun shell right here. Um, <laughs> so that's a that's an eight bore shotgun shell. I want to um, see that compared to a four. Holy shit! And so this is a this is a normal twelve gauge, two and three quarter inch, and then this is an eight gauge. So I I do, I do. My dad Jeez. does have an eight, and that's uh <laughs> that's two and a quarter ounces of lead BB. Uh, and I think with the with the four gauge that Garantham was showing there, he was putting near the end of the video, he was putting a twelve gauge in the four gauge. Is how big it is. Yeah, yeah, you, it's wild. You can put that in there. So it's pretty crazy. But anyway, guys, <laughs> uh, not really earthy, Teddy. No, I have a couple. Uh, I have a couple friends with mag tube extensions that extend past the barrel a few inches, and it doesn't. It doesn't expand that fast. Um, I believe that Sergio, um, Sergio is saying in chat that a seed YouTuber discovered through official channels that they're canceling R6 extraction DLC. I don't know anyone who's playing R6 extraction. That was, <laughs> yeah. a, that was a it, Ubisoft game. That was a face palm from the beginning. I thought I, I did not. It already, cause it was a DLC to rainbow six originally. Yeah. I, it was really strange. It was a weird game, that. but Very anyway. Weird. Guys, thank you so much. Buff, appreciate your time as well. I hope to see many of you next week. It was fun. I had a lot of fun. And until then... I'll try not, I'll try not to get lost in some leggings next week, but we'll see. Yeah, you got caught up in there. I, I did. Get, get you out of there. All right, guys. <laughs> we'll see you later. Peace.